Are you hard to kill? Are you a survivor? Well, that's what we're going to be talking about on today's episode. The question is, in today's day and age, how do you protect yourself, your family, and your community more effectively? Well, my name is Craig Gray, and today on the Peace Walker podcast, we're going to answer those questions and a whole bunch more. You're going to learn the power of protection, the art of influence, and the confidence of clarity as you build a protector's lifestyle to live, to protect, and to inspire at a whole new level. Craig Gray here, Peace Walker Podcast. You're on episode 101. That's right. Our last episode, we crossed that milestone of 100 episodes. And you, my friend, are on the 101st episode. Maybe like the 101st Airborne. I don't know. But uh, any which way, it's going to be a good episode. Today, we're going to be talking about how to be hard to kill, how to be a survivor, how to have resilience and tenacity. What that means is that just a bunch of you know, man talk, a bunch of tack talk, hype, or is there actually something behind it? And if so, what is that really? And before I get into that, I want to invite you to become a peace walker. If you get on my six-day defense program, I'm going to walk you through how to be a tough target and how to be harder to kill, how to be a better survivor. We're going to talk about, and I'm going to teach you lessons on how to protect yourself, how to be a better protector for other people, to start gaining some clarity on what this idea of a peace walker is, and how do you protect yourself in an ethical way. If you go to sixdaydefense.com it's all spelled out except for the dot sixdaydefense.com you can get started on that journey where you'll find some very short videos that will get you on your way it's absolutely free except for your time and your attention you also get access to my almost daily emails where almost every day i will send you a tip trick tactic or story about this lifestyle of being a protector and being a peace walker. So get all that on sixdaydefense.com and start building those skills to be a tough target and to be harder to kill. All right, speaking of harder to kill, um, there's a book out there that I like and I often recommend. Matter of fact, it's required reading for my folks at the academy for certain levels of advancement. It's called The Survivor's Club, The Secrets and Science That Could Save Your Life by Ben Sherwood. And I don't know, the book was written back, it's been a while now, probably 2000, I would say 2009, there we go. So it was written in 2009, but it's a great book, easy read, it's full of stories, and you know here at Peace Walker, we love stories. So each chapter is of a different story of someone who survived something. It's not just people who survived um, physical attacks, but various traumatic things in their life. And uh, everything from 
storms and, and car wrecks to being attacked and almost killed to plane crashes and boats sinking and all this kind of stuff. So it's a, it's a really good book, easy read. I recommend that you pick it up and uh, kind of get going on it. It will help you to be harder to kill and to be a person who is more of a survivor. So being a survivor and being what I call hard to kill is the second level of become a peace walker. The first level is how to be a tough target. You know, how do you not even become a target for conflict and violence? And, uh, and this level really is about how do you survive situations if you find yourself in them, if you can't avoid them? How are you hard to kill? How are you more likely to survive a situation, a violent attack or a verbal attack or the stress and the anxiety that comes with conflict. So we want to go and we want to move beyond just being a survivor. But at this level, it's, well, how do I survive these things? How do I survive someone who is verbally abusing me? How do I survive someone um, a situation to where I'm being physically attacked and assaulted. So on the physical level, it's starting to develop physical attributes of protecting yourself. So we call them tools and targets, right? What tools can you use on your body? Meaning, you know, can you punch them? Can you knee them? Can you kick them? Can you move out of the way? Um... Can you organize yourself in such a way that it's going to give you an advantage? Do you understand what tactical space is and how to control it? How do you gain a balance point? How do you not lose your own balance point? How do you work multidimensionally to really understand how to gain the best advantage over a situation and individual? You know, are you working from a solid clarity of ethics or you're very subjective, right? So all these things are going to help you to become hard to kill. They're going to help you to survive circumstances. Now keep in mind, survival is not just physical, right? It's emotional, it's psychological. <clears throat> if you're in a verbal conflict, it's verbal. You know, how do you keep good baseline? You know, how do you stay calm, cool, collected, and have grace under pressure when you're in the middle of a conflict, when you're under stress? It's challenging <clears throat> for the best of us. So having the skills to be hard to kill, having the skills to be a survivor is important. And learning the physical capacity to protect yourself is very important part of that. Because if you learn how to protect yourself physically and 
you know how to use that appropriately, you may never have to use those skills ever in your life. But I'll guarantee you this. It will change everything that you do. It'll change how you walk. It'll change how you talk. It'll change how you carry yourself. It'll change how you come into the game. Hands down. It will transform you. Now, I don't care if you take boxing, kickboxing, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Krav Maga, Aikido, whatever flavor that you want to embrace. Now, granted, some are more, I think, realistic than others. Some are more useful than others. But if they're done in the proper way, they all can be beneficial on learning how to be hard to kill. Learn how to protect yourself. Learn how to survive. Because the skills that you learn and the path that you take to learn them is also going to build other types of resiliency that will help you to survive even when it's beyond a technique, right? Once in a while you hear a story of someone surviving because of a particular technique. I'm not saying it doesn't happen because it does. But overall, usually it's, it's a mindset. It's being tenacious, having resiliency, having the mindset to want to survive, having the mindset to keep going, and having, that, having physical skills to do such will help you along that path. Having the physical skills that you know you can throw down if you have to will help you. Just learning to gain those physical skills is going to help you to be more resilient. Even if you never ever have to use them. So this idea of being a survivor is really starts with mindset. And then it's about gaining resiliency, tenacity, having the skill set that will help you build the confidence to support you being able to survive a violent encounter or a conflict. One of the core things a lot of people forget is you have to want to live. You have to want to survive. Because if you don't want to survive, if you don't want to live, if you're too easily dissuade into relinquishing your existence here, then there's not a lot there's not a lot that you can do from that. So you have to first really clarify in your mind, well, why is my life worth living? There's way too much suicide out there today. There's way too much depression and anxiety out there today. One of the exercises that I often have my folks who take my salt prevention courses do is make a list. Why are the things, what are the things that you feel are worth living for? And I encourage you to do that. Here's your homework, right? To do that for yourself as well. 
get a list, take out a piece of paper, take out your journal, write down why is worth why is life worth living to you? Could it be to watch your kids grow up? Could it be to have a family? To could it be to change the world in some way? You've got some big aspirations that you want to reach. Could it be to spend time with your loved ones? Could it be to spend time with your wife or your husband? Could it be to help others, to help your parents, to help your kids? Could it be because you haven't, don't feel you've achieved what you wanted to achieve yet? You haven't given what you feel you're capable of giving yet? Could it be that you just purely enjoy life? Could it be that you haven't taken that big trip, haven't seen the world? Could it be that you, you know, didn't get that degree that you wanted quite yet? You didn't make the contribution that uh, you had envisioned yet? Could it be that you're still just curious about living and you enjoy all the little things, spending time with your friends and family, the look on a child's face when they're surprised that walk in the park on an autumn's day I don't know what it is for you that makes life worth living but don't forget what they are rediscover those things and you know they're going to change right if you ask a 10 year old what what, what things are uh, worth living for in his life or her life in comparison to a 50-year-old or an 80-year-old, they're going to probably tell you different things at different stages of their lives. You're going to experience different things at different stages of your life. So make that list and check in every once in a while with it. Rewrite that list every once in a while. Because if you don't have that will to survive, that will to live, that will to thrive... Your skills and your mindset are going to suffer. So know your why. Be appreciative of what it is to have a life, to have the health that you have, to have the relationships that you have, of the things that you are grateful for. So start there and then work your way up. Go get some physical defense skills Get on my 6daydefense.com program. There's no excuses. You can do that from the comfort of your own phone in a very brief period of time. Or, well, I shouldn't say or, and if you're, if you're local here, come to, come to the Kramaka Academy. If you're not local, go find some place to train. Keep yourself in good, healthy condition, right? Make sure you're working out. Make sure you're taking your vitamins and eating healthy. Make sure you foster good relationships so you're not vulnerable emotionally or psychologically or physically. Because survival isn't just about the physical elements of surviving and confrontation. It's also emotional, physical, psychological, verbal you know a lot of military personnel come out of the services and 
many commit suicide. So they survived the war, but they have not survived the trauma that they are still experiencing and feeling either from the conflict or from the loss, or maybe it was even something else in their life that wasn't related with the, with the conflict that they were in at all, but it comes back to haunt them and they don't have the skills to deal with it. And let's be straight with one another. You don't have to be a vet. You don't have to be a police officer. You didn't have to necessarily fight a war and experience some life and death trauma to feel depressed enough to take your own life or to be anxious all the time or to live in fear or to be depressed. There's many of folks out there who live average everyday lives. They probably, some of them have never even seen very much physical conflict, but they still live lives of quiet desperation, as I believe Henry Thoreau said. And I don't want that to be you. I don't want that to be me. I don't want that to be anybody that I love and care for, but I don't want that even on my enemy. Why? Because that sentiment is going to stem more conflict inside of people, but that conflict often isn't just contained inside of people. It spills out around them. And you're seeing this more and more with like at the active shooting events. One just occurred in Texas. You know, why did that young man go in that school and kill so many of those students? Young, innocent kids just slaughtered. Unbelievable. And I'm not going to turn this podcast into a you know gun debate. It's, I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about the mental health, the survivability. Goes deeper than just the physical survival. So, those are some things that you can consider when it comes to being a survivor? Do you have the tools, the skills, the mindset, the attributes of surviving conflict, stress, and even a violent encounter? If you don't, your homework is first start off with making a list of why you want to live. What is your white life uh, not what is your life worth, but what what are the things that you appreciate in your life that you would miss or that or people that would miss you? But why what makes your life meaningful? Why do you want to survive? So that's your first part of the homework. Next part of the homework is explore keeping yourself in shape. So do something to work out. It could just be walking at first. It could be running, lifting weights, going to cardio, whatever. But do something to work on your health and fitness. Eat good food. Take supplements. Get a good night's sleep. Make sure you have your rest. Foster good relationships. 
Remember that survival isn't just physical. Can't express that enough. And then finally, go get some training. Go get some training. If you're not local here in Grand Rapids, Michigan, then go find a place to work out um, and train in martial arts. Could be boxing, BJJ, kickboxing, Krav Maga, ninjutsu, kung fu, tai chi, aikido. I don't care. Just find something that has a combative nature to it in a healthy way and start to train. Get on my 6 program, regardless if you train somewhere else or not. If you don't train somewhere else, it will be a good, convenient entry point for you for learning how to physically protect yourself. If you are training someplace else, great. It will be a good addition and uh, to that. A good, um, it'll help it out. But get some training. Because even if you never use that physical defensive tactics in a real situation, it will still change your life if you give it the opportunity to. Because it'll help you to build resilience, confidence, tenacity. Because being a tough target is, is one way to start. It's a good place to start. And then learning how to survive situations, physically survive situations, mentally, emotionally, is important. So how do you start developing the skills to protect yourself? Before an incident were to happen, during an incident if it is to happen, and how do you protect yourself and others after the incident occurs? All right, gang, there you go. So on that note, I'm going to leave you to write your list of the things that uh, make your life meaningful. And hopefully I see you on the 6-Day Defense program. Again, that's 6daydefense.com, all spelled out except for the dot. In the meantime, have a great day. Go out there. Make a difference in this world. Remember to be hard to kill and that you are a survivor if you just keep going. All right, gang, we'll see you on the next episode. The question is, in today's day and age, how do you protect yourself, your family, and your community more effectively? Well, my name is Craig Gray, and today on the Peace Walker podcast, we're going to answer those questions and a whole bunch more. You're going to learn the power of protection, the art of influence, and the confidence of clarity as you build a protector's lifestyle to live, to protect, and to inspire at a whole new level.